Good morning. Good morning. Hello. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm really, really good. Thank you. Really good. How was your trip? <laughs> My trip was amazing. My, the, the highlights were um, I ate bear and I swam in minus 15 degree temperatures six times over the over the two weeks that I was there in the ocean. Oh. It was like icebergs around me. It was crazy. How were both of those? <laughs> I don't recommend bear. It's um, it's not the no? greatest of meats. <laughs> and uh, like uh, big puff or what? Uh, yeah, just gamey and yeah, and just just not a high quality meat. That's probably what uh-huh. I'd say. Yeah. Um, the restaurant I went to, and I might talk a bit about that later, was just insane. You know, it was just like, well, actually, the coolest thing about that restaurant was that all of the meat that they served, they'd hunted in the forest. It's a, it's, it's a kind of, I think it's quite common in, in Russia. Like, you don't just, like, they do use the land quite well in some ways. And that, I, I really like that about the restaurant. But there was a, there's a funny story that goes along with that, which I might share a bit later. But yeah. I'm really keen to know about how the A-Gig camp was. Good. Yeah, really well. Went well. I, um... I wasn't sure about going, to be honest, to start with. I was, you know, there's a lot of women and... Um, Goddamn women. Uh, no, it's like, well, women or men, whatever, just a hundred plus people, you yeah. know, a lot of people. Yeah, wow. In a closed space. Yeah. Um, but it was great. Like, mm. yeah, really glad I went. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't really roll any other higher belts there yeah. because it wasn't for me. It, I felt like, I guess, I was going more as like a mentor. Yeah. So it was more about helping other women, and yeah, that was great. That's awesome. I mean, it's so great that that's still such a huge event. You know, I I think that, you know, in my experience, these events tend to build momentum and then peter out, but it looks like, like just looking at the photos on your Facebook, that thing was packed yet again. Oh, yeah. So great. So what happened was uh, we were on an island in about an hour north of uh, Sydney off the South Wales Coast, um, we got there about 4 p.m. or so on the Friday, yeah. and to the news that there'd been a lightning strike in the Central Coast area in right. on Thursday, and there was no power. Right. So there was no electricity. They had some generators going to mm. get the, you know, to feed 120 plus people need to have refrigeration, <laughs> and uh, they. Did not, and okay. they did not have drinking water, uh, no hot water, which didn't bother me. But it's also in an area with no uh, reception, no yep. mobile or anything. Yeah. So we we they were like, "What the hell do we do?" Mm. They went ahead. And they said, "Look, we promise you the camp. We want to bring you the camp, and we're still hoping the power will come back on at That's some time." So, cool. so then um, the night. Woke up the next morning, still no power. Um, like, I'm telling you, Anton, like, 30 people or whatever lined up over one of those gas stove things <laughs> with a pot of water with a, um, aluminium foil over the top. I'd give me some coffee, man. Like, um, it was because we were not prepared for it. Yeah. Like, um, wow. we were roughing it, whatever, but yeah, so. By lunchtime, the power's still not on. Yeah. They announced that, look, uh, we're not going to cancel the camp, even though it sounds like that's what the staff wanted, the venue staff wanted them to do. Yeah. 
um, they found an alternative spot for us in Sydney at the um, Sydney Academy of Sport and Recreation. Yeah. Um, got ferries, buses, moved us all over there. Like, it's unbelievable, Anton, really, wow. how they, they did that in 12 hours, renegotiated another deal, what normally takes about 6 to 12 months. Wow. To, <laughs> um, to get them over there. So yeah. it was... Epic. That's uh, a memorable A gig, that's for sure. I, I don't oh think anything God. like that's happened to them before, has it? But, no, the, the way like they just how they responded, and, awesome. And like those team of staff were, I can't, yeah, I can't even compare. Like yeah. well, <laughs> I guess the, Saturday you know, evening, they were like Rain yeah. Man. Yeah, well, the, the jiu-jitsu community or, or jiu-jitsu itself is about like how you respond when you're under pressure, I guess. You know? Yeah, and that, and that's, really. That yeah. happens in life too. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah, because they said that the staff, the venue staff were like, well, you want to cancel the camp today or tomorrow? Yeah, and they right. were like, no, we're not cancelling this. And apparently it was like two hours of negotiating with them, like, well, what about this and what about that? And yeah. there's so many factors, you know, that mm. they managed to pull off to find a venue to host, like to accommodate that many people on Australia Day weekend. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was just unbelievable. And move all those mats, you know, mm. in four hours, they moved us all over to the other side, like. Of, uh, Sydney. So, yeah, it was great. Great. And women's jiu-jitsu is alive and well and growing by the sound of it. Yeah, and I saw Kirstie Mather get her black belt, so that was really cool as well for those women to see. Yeah, it's always great to see a black belt grading, but a female black belt grading probably yeah. extra special. Extra special. Awesome. Yeah, so that was um, really cool. And a funny link, so when, because Kirstie used to live in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and I used to train at Peter Devine, as you know, and so one of the kind of, I guess, not really affiliate schools, but my, I didn't train as much, I didn't get coached as much by Pete as I did by Chris Bones. Right. And so I actually introduced Kirstie to Chris Bones and took her along to one of those other schools that we used to teach at way back when we were purple belts, and then he gave her her black belt on the weekend. That's awesome. Yeah, it's sort of nice. Yeah, it's good to be, it's good to see how like forks in the road of a journey, like how, how they play out later on, you know, yeah. like, you, you never yeah. know when you, when you take someone along somewhere or you, or you just mention someone or make an introduction or whatever, you never know the impact of that, you know. Yes. And uh, like this, this Korean verbal belt rushed over to me and he's like, oh my God, I've been following you since I was a white belt. Oh my God, can we get a photo? And I'm just like, what? Like, so weird. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, I follow your journey all the time and all this and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's an amazing thing as well, isn't it? You never know who and how you're inspiring people along your journey. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's that saying or something here about like, um, who you are when no one's watching or something like that. Yeah. That's what your character is, something like that. Mm. So, yeah. God, yeah. Then, I'm a, then, I'm a, uh, then I'm an animal. That's who, that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to yeah. remember that. I'll have to remember that. Yeah, I think someone someone famous said that, I can't remember yeah. who. So, yeah. yeah, I feel like we haven't done this for about a month. I think it has been about that. Yeah, we haven't. We just we, we thought about making it happen while, while I was away, but it, yeah, it's too difficult to record everything and make it all make it yeah. all work. I mean, we could have chatted, but 
But, you know, I really like the fact that we're documenting this because although it's just a chat, I think that, you know, as you said, people are interested in your journey and sometimes in my journey. Um, and I think that, you know, that just the, like the things that we're discussing just seem to be really relevant and, uh, and, and, and useful. Often useful yeah. little nuggets come out of these things. Yeah, if you listen back much... I do, just every once in a while. Well, when I'm editing it, I do. I have a quick listen yeah. and, you know, I just, I always think, yeah, wow, I'm glad we discussed that today. Yeah, I have a listen. I have a bit of a cringe. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. no, I sound like that. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's normal. That's Boy. normal. Yeah, it's like yeah, if you watch back comp footage, though, of how you oh, compete man. or, you know, what you do. Yeah. Yes, but also when you do that, if you look back to, uh, I know for me, like, Blue Belt days or whatever, I can yeah. see the beginning of what I do now. Yeah, interesting. It, be the same or anyone. If you watched a you know a high level black belt from you know an international name of whoever and saw one of their their comp fights from their blue or purple belt days, you'd see the same sort of thing. Yeah, like that um, start of the game. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a good point. Uh, the seeds are planted. Yeah, uh, and that, that style is planted. Whether it's a top game or a bottom game, or it's like. You know, or whatever they to... whatever they lean towards, absolutely, yeah. 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 But it's um, it's funny because I think people maybe sometimes think as a black belt that you've got all the knowledge of everything. Yeah, it isn't the case at all. No, you're still got your things that you're pretty good at. Yeah, and then there's a bunch of other stuff that's yeah. just like, oh yeah. Well, Kit Kit Dale belt. said something a while back in one of his like mini snippets, and I, I really it stuck with me. This was years ago. And that was that if you, there's 37,000 at least possible combinations in jiu-jitsu, like transitions, you know, like strings of moves, basically. And if you spent, you know, assuming that it takes 10,000 times to master something, if you spent like all day, all night working on jiu-jitsu, you could only master 5% of it in your lifetime. So that, that leaves so much diversity for you know different strengths and weaknesses and different game types. I really like that about jiu-jitsu. You have this expression that comes through. Yes, yes, that's right. Well, I heard a statistic or read a statistic on an article during the week too that um something like fifteen thousand estimated fifteen thousand jiu-jitsu practitioners in Australia. Right, which is a lot. That's a big I community. Yeah. Um, which, when you think about it, there's like 30 or so female black belts. Mm. It's really small. That's, uh, if you calculate it, that's 0.2%. Right. Okay. Because mm. I did sort of know, like, ah, I think a female black belt, I think black belts are probably like 1% of that. Okay. So it would make sense for the females to be 0.2% of that. Yeah. Which is tiny. Like, it's so... Yeah, the numbers... quite special, really, because it, it makes you realize how... Um, it's, unique we are I guess. it's very special no doubt and i just yeah. i really hope that uh, like I, I and like over time we still don't know what's going to happen with this community like obviously it's not going to fade away and disappear but jiu-jitsu is really i think is really popular right now i don't know yeah. if it's getting more popular or less popular though i don't know you know yeah, well, you know even in my time uh, over 10 years there's not any black belt females when i started yeah. In Australia. Yeah. So for there to be, you know, 13 in one place now mm. is just amazing. Well, that's a sign and that it's growing, definitely. Yeah. I mean, mm. it was so amazing to see a purple belt when you first started. Like, wow, that's a female purple belt. Yeah. 
you know, and now there's so many. Yeah. Like, it just... Well, that's a good sign. But yeah. that could be a push from, like, let's say it expanded really quickly a while back, and then they came through, and then a bunch of them didn't quit and made it. Like, what I'm wondering is, like, is the graph going up in the growth, in the steady growth, or is it petering out? Like, I don't talk to many people who get injured, for example, and then don't want to come back to jiu-jitsu, but I guess they're out there. You know, some people I'm would... Not get... yet, don't you? Not many. No, I talked to some. Else. You talked to lots? More than half the people that quit seem to quit from injury. Right. I, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Or that's their reason, in inverted commas, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or, but not many people... Well, why do you think people quit? Because people will rarely say, it was just too hard for me. But yeah. I don't think anyone would admit to that. I got busy with work. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Yeah, there's infections, and I don't think they count as injury. You know, I think like, but people don't. You know, people get grossed out. You know, in jujitsu, sometimes like, I've had people quitting for that reason. Like they've gotten staff, or a friend of theirs gotten staff, or you know, really? those sorts of things. But yeah, but that's sort of along the lines of an injury too, I suppose. Yeah, in I a way, so. it's like a you know link of health. Yeah, yeah. Like um, yeah, but that's. I don't know. I feel like that's a, a bit of a poor reason because <laughs> yeah, it is a poor reason. <laughs> well, usually reasons are poor. You know, whatever the reason, they're usually an excuse for just it's too hard or I can't be bothered. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And um, yeah, it's I think more common to get injured. In the earlier belts, would you say? Oh, like, yeah. My, my, I was constantly injured as a white belt and very rarely. Like, I am actually dealing with an injury right now. I haven't been on the mats for three weeks. But um, oh. before that, I haven't, I haven't been injured at all as a purple belt. So that's like a year now. And then, I guess um, it's more just having that awareness of your body and yeah. knowing how to move. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you're going, you know... A lot of ego. Have you heard that quote? That, yeah. like, injuries are caused by ego? Yeah, no, well, it makes sense. No, I haven't heard it, but I love it. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it, it's pretty accurate. Yep. And then also combined with just not being aware of the mechanics of the body as well. Yeah. <laughs> as a yep. lower rank. Yep, I agree. turn towards or against and, oh, yeah. your ligament's not meant to do this or that. So, yeah, I think a bit of that as well. I think you're spot on. Absolutely. Like, if I think about all of the injuries I've had, they've been either ego or not understanding the mechanics of the body. They haven't been, I yeah. got unlucky or, you know, yeah. it's never been that. And, yeah, like to blame the other person or whatever too. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's two people involved here, but I still think whatever your rank, the responsibility is more on yourself. Agreed. To, you know, either stop that movement or mm. to you know, not react in the way you do. So Yeah, yeah the last injury I had, like, the injury I've got right now is a neck one and it's not jiu-jitsu related. I was throwing pallets and, you know, and I slipped and, like, I anyway, I hurt my neck, but it was yeah. not jiu-jitsu related. But the injury before, I was inside someone's closed guard and I, and my elbow, my they had my hand and I, I actually turned and injured myself. They were just holding my hand. There was nothing that they did and it was totally on me. I wonder how much is as well, like, with your first... The, the injury, the non-jujitsu one that you mentioned, is also like uh, just from being fatigued from jujitsu a little bit. Mm, yeah, actually, that's possible. Yeah, I wonder is. that. But then, uh, having now taken three weeks off training, nearly, 
I yeah. feel more fatigued than ever. Like, I'm dying to get back on the mats. I feel like an old man. I feel like this is what I would be like if I didn't train and a whole lot worse version of it. Like, I don't, I, I need to get back out there as soon as I possibly can. Yeah. I'm dying. Psychologically, you mean? Yeah. And just physically, like, things creak a bit more and, or they never creak normally, but, you know, I, think I can feel movement, but, you know, where it's normally tight, you know, I can feel not, not in a good way. Like, I feel, yeah, it just doesn't feel great. You know, I, I yeah. really jujitsu keeps me young and and healthy and happy. Like if I couldn't, if I couldn't do jujitsu, I'd have a very different life. Yeah, for sure. I think the same. Imagine if I, who I'd be if I hadn't discovered this. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. Or if it was taken away tomorrow. You know, but yeah. even then, I can't imagine. Well, I, I guess our friend Steve, he can't do jujitsu right now. He's in a hospital bed yeah. and he can't do. But even then, we managed to do some in his hospital bed over Christmas. Okay. Yeah, we did some, like, we worked out ways that he can put on some chokes and things like that with his legs and what have you. So we're doing hospital bed jiu-jitsu, which is awesome. How's it going? <laughs> ah, it's a long, long, long journey. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. He's probably got another, I don't know, another year at least before he could consider doing any sort of training at a gym. But, yeah. you know... Um, but he's got a he's got a lot of people going to visit him and strong support. So you know he's he's not. I don't think he's depressed or anything like that. I think he's okay. taking it on. But yeah, it's it, it's not it's not an easy road. And yes. Stroke, yeah. you know, just yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just yeah. just to finish off, because I know we've both got to get to work. This restaurant, yeah. this restaurant where I went and had the bear, yeah. had an indoor like uh, the walls are lined with like trophies, hunting trophies of bears and deers and steers and you name it, right? And then in the middle of the restaurant, there was like a pheasant pen and there was a live peacock and little chickens and, you know, all sorts of different uh -huh. birds, right? And then around the top of the pen, just imagine there was taxidermied birds that they'd caught and killed and eaten as well, right? So what you, or not, not killed and eaten, just killed. And then like about two foot above where the little chicks are walking around, there is a taxidermied big eagle like swooping down and it's got its claws out. It's got this look in its eye like it's locked on and it's about to take its prey. And that just lives like two feet above, above these little chickens walking around in the pen, right? So they're like in this permanent state of about to be taken by an eagle. This is like a vegan's nightmare. It is. It's just amazing. And I was like, what kind of sick, twisted individual? Like, is this a joke? Or, I don't know. No, I, I think it's a cultural thing, yeah? yeah? That's yeah. just the way they do it. <laughs> so, so good. And then I imagined, like, you know, the little chicken gets put out in the wild. And uh, just somehow it gets free and it's out there and there's an eagle coming for it. And just as it, its last thoughts are, no, I'm totally safe. <laughs> I'm completely, no, no harm can come of this. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or they're just living in a permanent state of, of like, fear. anxiety all the time. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. I should not uh, laugh at that. But yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. interesting, interesting. So hey, good. let's try and do a camping. Yeah, I'm I'd love really that. wanting at least one weekend this summer yeah. or something, yeah? Are yeah. you around? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I am, but um, there's a lot of basketball commitments. So, uh, yeah, I can do one-nighters. Um, yeah. And so what time's the basketball? It's always Friday and Saturday. So. Oh, does it alternate or both days? Two days over a weekend? It's two days. Or? It's, no, it's two days over every weekend. He's on two teams uh, at once. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And then public holiday weekends, it's the whole weekend in tournaments. So, yeah, I'm screwed. 
<laughs> but yeah. always up for a Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and then a Sunday. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Wait. All right, well, let's discuss that. So next week, same time, Wednesday, you reckon? Can't wait, my friend. Yep. This is a really good conversation. Thank you so much, as awesome. always. You're the have best. Have a good day. Have a good week. You too, Kimbo. Okay, bye. bye.